far as the GA are concerned, in this matter, it's nothing to do with the individual teams. This is to do with the GAA protecting its own rules, protecting its own reputation. Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Wednesday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with the Carabao Cup semi-finals. Manchester United are back at the city ground for the first time since 1999. A game they won 8-1 in the treble winning season. Alex Ferguson's United won it all, but the current crop has gone six years without a trophy. The longest period without silverware for 40 years. United continue to improve under Eric Ten Hag. His side will be strong favourites to get the better of Nottingham Forest, especially over two legs. Casemiro's back from suspension for the game. He missed the defeat to Arsenal. Anthony Martial, Diogo Dallo and Jadon Sancho all miss out. No Dean Henderson for Forest. Due to injury, he wouldn't have been allowed to play anyway as he's on loan from United. Either way, it's still a big loss for Forrest. United won the League Cup and Europa League in 2017. Ten Hag knows this is a good chance to end the way for silverware. It's about winning trophies. and So we have a good opportunity, but you have to go from game to game. So now we play uh, Forrest, uh, two legs. So focus on the first leg and don't think further don't think further ahead uh, because that will distract Ten Hag was also asked about Marcus Rashford in the build up to the game Ten Hag was also asked about Marcus Rashford in the build up to the game he said the England international can realise all of his career ambitions if he stays at United just 18 months left on his contract PSG are very interested according to reports tonight's game kicks off at 8 o'clock the winners will face either Newcastle or Southampton in the final at Wembley next month, Newcastle hold a slight advantage after last night's first leg at St Mary's. Finished 1-0 to the Magpies. Jolington scored the winner in the second half. The Brazilian also had a goal disallowed in the first half for handball. The same thing happened. Saints striker Adam Armstrong in the second half. Bruno Guimaraes says goalkeeper Nick Pope is the best in the world right now. He made a 10 clean sheets in a row. Newcastle boss Eddie Howe was full of praise for his goalkeeper. And he also said his side weren't clinical enough. But overall, he was a happy man. Yeah, it was a tough game. I thought um, both teams had their moments. Very pleased to to win the game. And uh, I think we created chances today. We weren't um, clinical with those moments, as you say, until Joe's goal. But it happens. People miss opportunities. Um, I can't be critical of the team in any way. I thought we defended well again. Again, Nick made a couple of really good saves towards the end. So uh, it's been a good day for us, but um, still a lot to play in the tie. The two saves he's made were big moments in the game. Um, you know, Adams' 1v1 is a, a huge time in the game where you know the crowd are getting into the game. They, they began to get on top and Nick stood up and made a, a great save. Um, and then he made one shortly after as well. He's been outstanding for us this year. Um, and the defence has played very well the majority of the time in front of him, but whenever he's needed, he's uh, produced the goods for us. The second legs at St. James's Park next week. Saints boss Nathan Jones didn't have to worry about VAR when he was in the championship managing with Luton and Stoke. He's learning about the perils of celebrating goals too soon after Adam Armstrong had that goal shocked off. You don't know. I mean, obviously, it's, it's been given and nowadays you can't celebrate the goal, you can't do anything because you, you don't know what's going to happen in the last 20 seconds of, a, of an action. Did something happen? Did it thing? So you can't celebrate, so you, didn't, you never know, you know. And we've been the victim, uh, literally, of sort of four VAR calls against us and, and things. 
Is it the right one? You've got to look at it a million times to, to look. Is it a clear and obvious one? So, like, if it's touched his hand, then then you have to give it, you know. But it's just really disappointing. They had one first half, we had one. So, so look, it's evened itself out. But look, I thought it was a really entertaining game. Yeah. Both sides tried to win it. Credit to Newcastle, you know. Um, but they're in such a form at the minute where they're very, very difficult to beat. But we went right after them. We were brave. We were bold. We were really energetic. And I'm and I'm proud of my perform- proud of my team's performance tonight. Everton majority shareholder Farhad Mashiri insists the club haven't been put up for sale but he does admit they're seeking investment to help fund the new stadium manager Frank Lampard was sacked on Monday with the club second from bottom in the Premier League it's still not clear who'll replace Lampard it's believed Mashiri wants former Leeds boss Marcelo Bielsa but the Argentine would have to break tradition to take the job he doesn't tend to take club jobs during the season Sean Dyche and Ralph Hassenhutl have also been linked with the job. Will Anthony Gordon be available to the new manager? A lot of talk about a move to Newcastle. No surprise Eddie Howe wasn't in the mood to answer questions about it after last night's League Cup win. It's troubled times for Everton. There's been widespread fan unrest, numerous demonstrations against Everton's board in recent weeks. And don't forget the directors couldn't attend the most recent home game against Southampton due to security concerns. But in an interview at Everton, Mashiri denied he wants out and claims he'll announce new investment very soon. This is a board which is committed and we haven't changed because we've lost half a dozen games. We're the same Evertonians. But I just hear you and I hear you loud and I share the pain. It's my responsibility and I deal with it. Three quarterfinals in the FA Women's League Cup as well tonight. Holders Manchester City who are unbeaten in 13 games make the trip to Bristol City who are currently second in the championship. That one starts at seven at half seven. Liverpool boss Matt Beard goes up against his former team when they host West Ham. WSL champions Chelsea, who were given a bye into the quarterfinals because of their participation in the Champions League, are away to London rivals Tottenham. That one starts at 7.45. More action in the Bundesliga tonight. Before that, though, reflecting on last night's games, leaders Bayern Munich drew one all at home to FC Cullen last night, and they needed a late goal from Joshua Kimmich to get that draw. Some goal. Well, we're checking it out if you haven't seen it yet. Bayern, four points ahead of second place Leipzig, who won 6-1 away to bottom side Schalke. First up today, it's Mainz at home to Dortmund, two former clubs of Jurgen Klopp. That one starts at half five. Dortmund are eight points off top spot. The other games kick off at half seven, including the meeting of Freiburg and Eintracht Frankfurt, both level on 30 points, six behind Bayern. Union Berlin are also on 30 points ahead of their trip to Werder Bremen. The Copa del Rey quarterfinals kick off tonight with two of the top three in La Liga going head-to-head. Barcelona welcome Real Sociedad to the new Camp. That one starts at 8. At 9, Osasuna are at home to Sevilla. When do we start referring to Napoli as Serie A champions-elect? Napoli still 12 points clear at the top after champions AC Milan were hammered 4-0 by Lazio in Rome last night. Maurizio Sarri side up to third place, just one point behind Milan. Exactly half a season to go, but Napoli look unstoppable in their bid to win just a third league title and first since 1990. Some international football news now. The draw for the semi-finals of the Nations League was made today. The Netherlands will host World Cup bronze medalist Croatia on the 14th of June, that game in Rotterdam. The following day, Spain will have home advantage against Italy and the final will take place on the 18th of June. The four countries were the winners of their respective League A groups last year. Speaking of the Nations League, Fernando Santos, who won it with Portugal in 2019, was confirmed as the new Poland manager yesterday. 
It was, wasn't long after I recorded the podcast. And I'll finish with a few transfers. Irish goalkeeper Darren Randolph is set to join Bournemouth on a permanent deal from West Ham. The 35-year-old has signed until the end of the season. He'll be a teammate of Mark Travers, who's been on the bench for the last two league games. Neto has started both of them instead. Randolph hasn't played in West Ham's first team since 2021. Bournemouth have also agreed a loan deal with Roma for left-back Matthias Vigne. Celtic have announced the signing of South Korea international Oh Hyung-ju on a five-year deal subject to international clearance. The 21-year-old joins from Suwon Blue Wings for around £2.5 million. And Fulham are in advanced talks with Arsenal over the loan signing of defender Cedric Suarez. That's it for Wednesday's Football Daily. You can subscribe to the OTB Football podcast feed to hear the best football analysis, interviews and stories from off the ball.